It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from this morning. And let's hope it is a good morning at your place. It is Wednesday, the 28th day for June. Yes, getting very close to July. And whatever that uh, RBA decision is going to be, we're going to know it soon enough. This morning, we are catching up with Kevin Dearlove. He's the principal from Stone Real Estate, Beecroft, Epping and Castle Hill. That'd keep you pretty busy, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a good area. We're very lucky that um, to be in the, the northern districts. It is, uh, it is still very buoyant out here. It's a very lucky area. Like if you're in those areas, my goodness, you would have seen some of the the prices go up, particularly uh, since the start of COVID. Yeah, we have. I mean, it's it's been it's been quite extraordinary. Uh, look, you can look at a whole bunch of factors there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll get talking about stock levels and what have you. But but our market here is is families who settle for a long time and they generally upsize and downsize locally. So yes, at the moment we are in a very good place. We're very lucky in terms of demand. Supply is low and prices are very high. Now, for those people that might be thinking, where is Epping? Well, it's 18 k's northwest of Sydney, and it is an area that has really been growing. Beecroft, Epping and Castle Hill, that radius, just to put that in perspective, what does that cover? Is that like a 5, 10 k radius? Yeah, it is. It's, it's within 10 k's of Epping. So Beecroft is a neighbouring suburb. It's more of a village. I suppose Epping is a hub. And Castle Hill, similar to, say, Parramatta, one of the, the town centres in Sydney, a lot of infrastructure going in. And Castle Hill and Epping are probably the powerhouses. And Beecroft is, is a village that's uh, in the middle of, of the both. All right, so that puts that on the map for us. So don't go away. We'll come back to Kevin and talk more real estate from Epping and those other areas in just a moment. From the emotion of property, the economic inflation, managing your expectations, lack of stock, price growth, construction appetite, days on market. Stay informed with us and know your property. We don't just report on real estate news. We take you to the source of the information. We produce more property podcasts every week than anyone else. We are your trusted guide for all things real estate. Well, as we know, the Australian property market has undergone a significant change in the past two years, probably a little bit of an understatement. And despite expectations of a slowdown due to rising interest rates, the market rebounded seemingly quite quickly after the brief downturn. But surprisingly, in the latest domain house price report, it is showing that the largest price increases are in fact occurring in unexpected regions outside of major cities. For example, in Q1 of this year, some of the top 
top performing regions include Coffs Harbour, Launceston, Murray, South Australia and the Mid-North Coast. See what I mean? Different, yes. And talk about running at different speeds. That seems to be a common theme. Well, if you're celebrating a birthday and turning a year older for today, for the 28th of June, happy birthday. Caroline, one of our listeners over in Perth, uh, happy birthday to you. Thanks for the email. You're turning 47 today, a regular listener. You're sharing your birthday with John Cusack. He's turning 56 today. Kathy Bates, the actor best known, I think, for that uh, scary movie out of the 80s, Misery. She's turning 74. I was really surprised. Mel Brooks, he is turning 96 today. Good on you, Mel. Rada Mitchell, the Australian actor, she's turning 49. And 10 years older is Elizabeth Shue, turning 59. It's the main centre forecast. And around the country, let's have a look at the all-important weather word on our Wednesday. Good morning if you are in Sydney. One or two showers, expecting a high of 15. Melbourne, unfortunately, showers today, 13. In Brisbane, sunshine, little bit of cloud, 24. That's more like it. And in Perth today, also a sunny day, 17 degrees is your forecast top. From invest- Investment strategies to market analysis. If a buyer is looking to buy a hobby or a lifestyle property up to 50, 60 acres, for example, they can do that for under a million dollars. So it did catch me by surprise because I did think that, okay, even if we are going to go up, it won't be by 25 basis points. Over the past fortnight, we've seen an even further upswing in auction results and sale prices achieved in many of your first home buyer and entry level markets. Just the last six to eight weeks, we're having a lot more conversations with variable rate holders who really haven't done much so far on their interest rates. They've just let it roll along. Know your property with us on The Real Estate Podcast. And it is a Wednesday morning and we are back with Kevin Dearlove from Stone Real Estate. And Kevin, you'd be pretty happy about this forecast report. We talked about this the other day from Domain. Sydney house prices, now they're saying they're projected to rise by up to 9 percent in the next 12 months. Yeah, look, it depends on which side of the coin you're on. I, th- I think that as as agents and, and, and homeowners, I think that, of course, you're, you're trying to ride that market up. And I think if you're on the other side of the equation and trying to buy in, it's probably, it's probably news that's not quite welcome. But look, I'm probably not surprised to see that report. I think that the based on what we're seeing on the ground, stock levels are so low, and 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 that that is actually a, it's actually a problem if you want to go deeper deeper into that point. But stock levels are so low that competition, particularly for houses, is very very high, and we've seen that with some recent auction results and 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 the amount of registered bidders that are bidding on these properties. Now, just in terms of last weekend's auction, I see the domain, they recorded a prelim auction clearance rate. It felt a little bit low considering some of the the other auctions on the previous weeks. They were reporting 66.4%. Has that gone up since uh, Monday? 
I was a bit surprised by that as well. I thought it would be well into the 70s based on on what we saw. I think there's markets within markets. I think if, if you delve deeper into those stats, you'll see that probably the housing auction clearance rates is, is higher, whereas the apartments uh, might be slightly lower. I thought it might be in the 70s and, and we're certainly seeing, again, strength on the ground, particularly in the, in the northwest or northern districts as we would call ourselves here. Now, just talking about the auctions themselves, how have they been tracking, say, over the last little while, over the last 60 days? Again, same thing. Houses, very, very strong. We're seeing, give an example, we had a, an auction sale in Epping on Saturday, 7 Brucedale Avenue. Good property, nice block of land, five-bedroom home on the high side of the street in a, in a very well-regarded street in Epping. And for that particular property, strong campaign throughout. So we took it to auction with, a, I suppose, an element of confidence and that rewarded the vendors. So 17 registered bidders that obviously sold well above reserve and, and culminated uh, in a sale at 3.98, which was, which was well above expectation. But with 17 registered bidders, it was always going to be good. It was a matter of how good it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty good, eh? 17 registered bidders. How many ended up participating in terms of bidding? It was about six or seven. I mean, it came down to three families that really pushed it above expectation and, and, and wanted it, obviously. 17 registered and seven actively bid. Now, those good properties, you're dealing in a lot of those in those three particular suburbs that you mentioned. In terms of these interest rate rises, what is happening there in your market? And obviously, we're not far away, as I mentioned at the top, from another RBA decision that is coming up. Look, I think that people have certainly got a front of mind. The cost of living is certainly an issue, even in even the areas that we are in. It, it's certainly on people's minds. I think we've also seen that in borrowing capacity. Borrowing capacity has been brought down. So people who have got liquid cash are certainly enjoying this market. People who are borrowing significant amounts are, are probably peeling back a little bit or just being a little bit more cautious. But in our areas, because we're in that housing between about two and four million, families are upsizing and they might have a couple of assets already and they're, they're pulling that money to then upsize and, and buy a, a superior home. That, that's often the trend we see here. The interest rate rises certainly have had an impact, but that said, the stock levels are so low that that's almost been negated by low stock levels. And just how low are they at the moment for you? Because we know that it's a, it's a common problem right around the country, but it sounds like it might be a little bit tighter where you are. Oh, certainly. If, if you look at the postcode 2119, which is Beecroft and Cheltenham locally, at the moment there are 10 houses on the market. To give you an example, year on year, we'd be sitting at about 30 to 40. So that is a, essentially a third or a quarter of usual stock levels, even at this time in, in the, the cooler months, the winter months, we are well below the average in the last four to five years. And, and that's why competition is high. So a lot of people, they're just sitting, vendors are sitting. What are you expecting to happen come springtime? Do you think the floodgates are going to open somewhat? I actually don't. I think that people are generally trying to hold on to their homes. We're seeing that locally. Now, they, they might sell investment properties. They might sell units or, or properties that they might have bought through COVID or previously uh, as investment properties. We are seeing that trend, but they're putting money against their mortgages and trying to hold on to their houses. So that's great. I support that. But what that essentially means is the houses that come on, because there is a shortage, the prices are going up, which is totally, I suppose, counterintuitive to what you'd usually expect. I understand 
from the, the, the basically the mortgage broking community that there's going to be a, a raft of, of loans that come off fixed rates onto variable. Look, I'm going to watch that with interest, but I think that people are really doing everything in their powers to hold on to their houses. Those are the houses. What's happening in the, the unit space? Because I noted that in Epping, I think since COVID, the unit sort of slumped a little bit. I think they threw up a figure of minus 11.5%. So what's happening right at the minute? That, that is definitely being reflected again on what we're seeing. I think that Again, people are selling units to hold on to houses. So if they have got an investment property, although rents have gone up, their repayments have, have gone up, you know, which basically brings back yield. People are often selling their units to, to pour into mortgages or cost of living. So I'm not surprised by that. The, and also because the, the building boom that happened uh, basically back in 2016, 17, 18, that's all culminated, culminated in, in stock. So there has been... I suppose, increased stock in the unit market. So I'm not surprised to see a bit of price pressure on units as people offload those assets. Now, we know that there are challenges uh, in that construction area, which is what you're talking about. There was a little bit of that boom taking place. What's happening right now in terms of the apartment space? Is anything being constructed in those three suburbs? Yeah, I think this. I think that's a major problem. The delay in DAs, the delay in building, is going to be a huge issue that's going to lead into housing affordability, uh, which is already a problem. So, no, we're not seeing as much construction as I think that we need, particularly when you're seeing the figures about skilled immigration coming in, particularly in Sydney, Melbourne, and uh, and Brisbane. So, no, we're not seeing DAs fast enough. We're certainly not seeing. Uh, seniors living, DAs being being done. There's a huge demand for high quality seniors living or over 55s, whatever term you want to use. Um, we're not seeing those DAs come through. So I think that the lack of construction and building in key areas close to good infrastructure, what does that mean? You know, hospitals, schools and, and train lines. I think that that is, that is going to be a problem in, in the coming years. All right. And just finally, before I let you go, it would be remiss of me not to ask what you think is going to happen with the the RBA uh, come next month. Wow. I would have expected a a hold probably the last two months, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes up again. I, I think that the RBA, this is all prediction, obviously, but I think the RBA will send a signal that we're not done yet. So I would not be surprised to see another increase because house prices are still very strong. Auction clearance rates are still very strong. Uh, it doesn't seem to have curbed demand. So if that's their largely their only tool to try and curb demand, then I, should, I think they'll put it up again. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin, for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Uh, Have a great day there in Beecroft, Epping and Castle Hill. Cheers, Craig. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 